0: Hello and welcome to the Trooping Show. I'm here on my own today, just to have a quiet chat about professional wrestling. Uh, I'm most specifically late, uh who've done a couple of shows this week, I thought we'd have a look at them. I like watching Great Wrestling because it's just simple. It's a show that's completely all-encompassing. There's no major storyline stuff that they don't cover on the show. You know exactly what's going on from beginning to end. Even though, pardon me, ignorant as I am of the Japanese language, I knew exactly what was happening with this particular show and the next particular show that we're going to look at. I thought it was marvellous. I thought it was a, not marvellous, the promotion, obviously. Just marvellous. I thought it was really cool. Um, and it it beggars belief that people can make wrestling so complicated at times. Because <laughs> this show opened with um, an interview. Well, it was a, 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 a contract signing. They hadn't done the contract signing at a press conference earlier. They'd done it at the show. The first thing on the show was a press conference contract signing between el linderman who is your g-rex champion and quiet storm who was the number one contender and that that makes sense and they they signed it um uh, quiet storm was given a um, medal and um linderman signed the contract they did a bit of an interview and that was that <laughs> what more could you want and it was presented in a nice way. This was from Nutsio Hall in Fukuoka. There was only 238 people in attendance, but it was on YouTube. And it was really well done. And I liked that opening. Then the opening match was Bull Course Restore. Kaz- Kazuma Sakamoto, Nobuhiro Shimitani, and Ryuchi Kawakama. They defeated Soma Watanabe, Toishikawa, Ishikawa, and Yu Isuka in 15 minutes and 28 seconds. Of a thoroughly blistering opening match. This is how you do. You set your tone, you tell your story... And then you let go of people, go nuts for 15 minutes. Um, Bulk Orchestra, who've been on the losing end of things for quite some time, are starting to get their act together. So that's always good. And yeah, this was quite cool. I enjoyed it. Um I think you should well worth a watch, actually. Just to show you, like, how things are supposed to work. <laughs> so, yeah, you're supposed to kind of, like get get started by, you know, like, get the show set off in a manner in which to carry on. And that set the excitement level quite high. Uh, because, well, funnily enough, loads of the Fukuoka crowd were well into Bulk Orchestra. They were kind of the baby faces for this particular opening match. Moving on, Michiko Miyagi defeated Madeline in 8 minutes and 8 seconds. I have been concerned about Miyagi losing an awful lot when she's the ace of your women's division. A women's division of two. So you kind of need to keep her hot. So feeding her Madeline, who comes out of the Diana stable. She was trained by Emi Sakura and by a way. And she's been in the business two years. And she's got plenty of presence. And is technically adept, as you would expect her to be. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of her just because she's grown up in the COVID era. So obviously there hasn't been as much of her about. Um, but she gets great reviews. Um, on the old internet, from the guys at Cage Match, six point nine. No doubt, Madeline will become a very good wrestler in the future, but she's not there yet. It's absolutely amazing. This girl just started two years ago and can be already. Maybe her MMA background helps, but she's not very MMA and good enough in style and pro wrestling ring, But she is MMA style mixed with pro wrestling, and you get you got a lot of that. She's kind of very cross arm breakery kind of um, Shayna Baszler kind of style wrestler in that sense, kind of adapting shoot. Um, shoot style and, and um, shoot wrestling to to professional wrestling. Miyagi kind of goes with that. That's kind of been the story of Miyagi ever since she had that much of a big hash uh, last year. And she's trying to improve her groundwork. So wrestling ground races makes sense for her story and for her character. Um, also, is full-on company girl mode now. She even wears a Glate t-shirt that she's ripped up. There's bits of old Cassandra in her current character, uh, she's much more like she is. And she's got a brilliant entrance. Her entrance song is awesome. Hayota Tamara then defeated Masata Kamina. Uh, Kamino in 8 minutes and 53 seconds. Tamara, again, bulk orchestra dude. Um, doing an awful lot of cool stuff. Uh, and he's, he's kind of like the... Uh, he's kind of like... How can I put this? He's been one of the key factors in bulk orchestra this year. And he just has good matches. And he's a solid heel. Which is really what they need is they're kind of building off of this, um, uh, what's the word here? They're kind of building off of the um, storyline that they've got with Strong Hearts, and, it, and it's it's making sense. I like it a lot. Um, it it's it's good wrestling basically. And again, you know, there's nothing on Glade that's terrible. Everything's good. It's solid. It's well produced because it's got a small roster. They're all very tight. They all do the right things. Thoroughly enjoy it. I really do. And this is another example of that, really. Uh, just good wrestling with this particular guy's. And a solid little match-up. Next up, there was a UWF-I- UWF rules tag team match. Minoru Tanaka and Takunori Ito versus Hitamura Sasaki and Takuki Fuke. 13 minutes and 40 seconds where a knockout when Fuke got clobbered by uh, Ito. But up until then, thoroughly great wrestling match. Um, Sasaki, I like him a lot he was a bright vibrant character not Sasaki, I'm thinking of the wrong person let me go the right guy in there Um yeah it was, Sasaki. It, was, it was Sasaki he was trying really hard to kind of wind up Tanaka and Ito to kind of get some edge on them which didn't particularly work out very well uh, on his team's part <laughs> but yeah, it was good it was a solid piece of work and um, I can't believe because the reason why I'm like hitting Morissasuke, he's forty-two years old and he looks about twenty-three. That's terrifying. But there you go. Uh, but yeah, no, loads of fun. Love these two as a tag team. Tanaka and Ito. Ito's kind of the rising star of the UWF division. Tanaka is obviously the old hand. So putting them together worked really, really well. Fuke is fifty-three years old. is is an old hand at this. Um, who was he trained by? He was a bit of a legend, and he was trained by uh, Yoshiaki Fujiwara. So he's the guy you want in this particular division to help bring people on. And Sasaki was really, really cool. Where did he come from? Sasaki was trained by Ryota Chikazin. And again, another shoot-style wrestler. Um, Yeah, uh, just solid wrestling. Just enjoyable. Well worth a watch, as it were. Next up, Strong Hearts, Sima, Issei Onetsaku and T-Hawk defeated 60 seconds. John Tonsho, Keiichi Sato and Tetsuya Izuchi. Now, this is a new faction, 60 seconds, um, which is only formed this year, I think. I will just make sure. It's certainly uh, been going... Yeah, they only formed in March. Um, based on uh, Tetsuya Izuchi's win over Yui in 39 seconds and so 60 seconds they don't need that long to put you away was kind of the idea of the stable and it's a lot of the younger guys on the Glate roster and this was good this was kind of solid lucha style crossover um match and a lot of the guys can really go and it kind of matches their style and you're kind of getting a bit more of the idea of where Glate's going to go in its wrestling division, in the sense of the the shoot division kind of writes itself, but the wrestling division was kind of lacking a direction, not because anything was bad, they were all incredible workers, but it it was kind of just putting things together to give a sense of direction with the storytelling that we're going to do. And with an extra faction, it kind of refines that. When I say the younger guys, they're all in their late 20s. They're the 29. They've been in the business about five or six years. So they're kind of on the cusp of something good. And this is the kind of thing that will push them over the edge. Especially when they're wrestling people like Seema and t all night. <laughs> it was really good. Then we get to the main event of the evening. L Lindemann defeated Quiet Storm in 17 minutes and 55 seconds. Absolute thriller. Loved this match. I don't think it was, you know, Tokyo Dome Standard or anything like that. But Quiet Storm is a wrestler I've been watching for quite some time from when he was a Noah-Contracted wrestler. And he just fits this style. You know, he's a King's Road guy. He's got a King's Road style body. He's there to take a hammer in. And, you know, he had all of the stuff on Lindemann for most of the match until Lindemann pulled out a really cool victory. And Lindelman, as the ace of the company, as the current champion, is a really good choice because the obvious choice was Shima. But they're trying to give Lindelman something more to do and this worked out really, really well. And he's still got that G-Rex Championship and I know Desperado still wants to challenge him for it, much the same as Lindelman wants to challenge for that IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship and I'm really looking forward to that if they can manage to pull it off. The Forbidden Door stuff is kind of like Heard that, and we'll get to talking about that in a bit because that's just the way things are. But now I really like Linderman, and I really like Quiet Storm, and this show was exceptional, and it's free on the internet. Go watch it. Um, I will put the links for this show into the uh, blurb in the usual Twitter places. But yeah, thoroughly enjoyable first show. Uh, small crowd, uh, but then again, that's the way things are. It's an indie show, and it's a house show. It's not a major event. But it worked really well. Well-told story and everyone took it seriously, which is what you're supposed to do. Um, let us move on to Gleet version 23. That was at the legendary Shinjuku Face Arena in Tokyo, Japan. 273 people in tenders. I've watched so many shows from Shinjuku Face. Oz Academy I used to run shows there. A lot of the independent promoted shows used to happen there. Asuka used to run shows there when she was... Um, uh, 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 oh my god <laughs> I've forgotten what Kana's name was, there we go, I remembered it in the end so I've seen so many Joshi shows from there it, it's a wonderful place, it's basically a nightclub with a wrestling ring in the middle of it um, but yeah, 273 people in attendance, Masato Kamino and Shingo Hari of Shigehiro Iri of uh, Stronghearts defeated uh, Minoru Tanaka and Yu Izuka in 11 minutes and 47 seconds another kind of blistering pace wrestling match um, and you know you got to give it to, to, to Tanaka he's well, how old is he now 40, might be a bit older than that yeah he's 49 he's two years older than me <laughs> and he goes all night long in those shoot style matches and then just throws a, wrestler, pro, throws a regular pro wrestling match in there when he wants to he's one of the most all round wrestlers still now you know tags up with Suzuki Gun on his night off and they don't like him but there you go he's still going and that was it uh, Camino and Irie are just just really good, and uh, Camino, Irie's um, kind of like the the, uh, what's the word? He's kind of the guy that just does everything that they need, and um, Camino was from uh, Pro Wrestling Basara, but yeah, Irie just kind of a guy that uh, we need somebody to get in the opening match. Okay, we need um, a, a bit of a fireball to do this. Yeah, I'll do that. Big lad can do all sorts of styles of wrestling and just just brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant. Next up was a single match. Kazuma Sakamoto versus Tida. Uh, again, a bit of an interesting kind of mixed match of styles. Uh, Sakamoto comes out of the Takamichinoku stable. And Tida comes out of... Um, well, not a lot of information on him from cage match, But we've seen Tida before on great shows. And he's a bit more of a lucha style wrestler. And this worked out really, really well, I thought. An intriguing mishmash of what was going on. <laughs> so well worth the effort. It was fine. 10 minutes and 43 seconds. Now, I have not watched a Nana Hashi match in a very long time. And a lot of that, as you will know, was my fallout with Stardom over the issues with Yoshiko and with um, Achi Asakawa. Many years ago, about seven years ago, when I was reporting on that, when I was wrestle, when I was covering uh, WrestleTalk, fun enough, and I didn't agree with what the promotion did back then, and it kind of soured me on Stardom, and I've not watched Stardom in a long time either because of that. I kind of had bits and in and out of Stardom, I, but I prefer Sendai Girls, and I prefer the other Joshi promotions because of, you know, they're not quite so crisp and clean and stuff, and I like kind of the rough edge old style Joshi, which Stardom it's kind of tired to doing it again I've got to the point where I like Tokyo Joshi Pro better let's put it that way and so I haven't watched any Seedlining or any of the um, Nana Takahashi stuff because I kind of fell out with her in my head and I no longer kind of respected her kind of legacy because her legacy is great wrestling and great promotion but it's also bullying in locker rooms, people getting injured and there's a lot of negativity that goes on with her legacy as well. And it, it's taken me a while to square that in her head. In the previous seven years, there have been no more of those incidents. In fact, she's hurt herself more than she's hurt anybody else. And so I thought I would give this match a try purely for Miyagi and Hosaka's case. Because I'm a great kind of guy and I want to see how well they do. Uh, Ryo Mizunami, as you probably know, wrestled for AEW last year. Where she challenged Akira Shida for the... Um... I uh, AEW Women's Championship back in 2021, she won the uh, Japanese end of the tournament and then eventually the number one contenders tournament um, and she's great and Takahashi is obviously a living legend, Takahashi now is ooh, 43 years old um, and you know They've both done incredible things in their careers. Whoops, that's me smashing glasses together. do apologise. And so therefore, I wasn't holding much hope for Miyagi and Hosokawa. However, Miyagi and Hosokawa did a very, very good job of keeping things together. Their status in the Joshi perking order is improving, as it were, as all of these guests come in to challenge them, them two being the only two wrestlers on the roster. And again, it was brilliantly well-played Joshi Tag Team Wrestling, which I love so much and thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Seema defeated Nobu Shimatani in a one count fall outside five count no escape rules match which sounds complicated which basically means that you can't go outside the ring for longer than five seconds and pinfalls only count for the one count which is fine (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yes and it was a bit complicated, um, really. But it all basically fell down into like the idea of um, things being put together in a in a style that's um, how can I put it uh, a bit more storytelling. And obviously, it didn't last very long because it only lasted for thirty eight seconds. And it was kind of putting things into uh challenging for the G-Rex Championship and trying to tell a story. Um and the first match was over quickly, like I said in uh 38 seconds. And then uh Shimatani, who's part of Bullcastra Orchestra, challenged Shima back. And I think there was a championship match on the line as well because Shima's acting as the the stopgap to keep El Lindemann as champion. Um and there's also the fact that Shima's cheated on the first pinfall because he choked Shimitani with his ring tape and the referee didn't see it. It was a very odd kind of pinfall, but there you go. And then it came back and it was like, this is fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Kaz Hayashi came out to cut a promo in the same period of time. All sorts of things went on. Bit of a interesting kind of take on pro wrestling entertainment for, for, for a change, but it's a lot of the stuff with Glate is fairly heavy going, so it's nice that they have some relaxed ways of letting off steam like this. Especially as, you know, these two are great wrestlers. I love Shimitani, He's kind of an annoying little shit. <laughs> and of course, Shima Sima. He's just amazing. So, yeah. I hope you got that explanation. Uh, and then next we had two of the younger wrestlers on the roster who are really making waves. Soma Watanabe, who is Handsome young man. He really is. The most handsome young man uh, as you can possibly imagine um, on the roster. He's going to sell a lot of t shirts and calendars and photo books for Glade down the years. And then Ito, who is, as we know, the shootiest of shootery people. Um, and he is phenomenal. We both love him, uh, me and John. Uh, he's done some core, cool, core cool stuff down the years. Um, you know, he's. Where is he? He's 28 years old, but again, not particularly old in the wrestling industry, especially for a shooter, you know. Um, and he's kind of on the up. He did really well in the G-Rex tournament. Um, so this was a bit of a banger between the rising younger stars. I kind of got you set in tone for the main event, uh, which was coming later. But this really worked well, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Ito um, and Watanabe could wrestle each other. Ten time boss, six times a week and twice on Sundays. That's the old phrase, isn't it? Um yeah, just fluid professional wrestling. He's also like Ibe Ibe's kind of a King's Road style wrestler, done a lot of work in Noah and stuff. Who trained him? Let I me mean, a look. I can't remember exactly. Um oh yeah, Kondo, Kazayashi and Kadama, because he's a he was a Wrestle One guy. Uh Ito was trained by he was Wrestle1 Dojo as well, but much more shoot-style wrestler. Um, so they've known each other for a long time and they just have good matches and I thoroughly enjoy both of them's work so yes, excellent work Uh, then the main event nine man tag three way match so you've got three teams of three it's a trios trios match if you will and that's as messy as it sounds you know I'm not a particularly big fan of trios, well I like trios matches I'm not particularly a big fan of multi man matches and multi team matches are just making it worse you're compounding the issue, really, aren't you, with that particular point? Um, but yeah, no, this was fun. I enjoyed it uh, for what it was. It was a bit of a riot. It went all over the stands, and which is kind of what you want in a match like this. 21 minutes and 54 seconds, which saw bulk orchestra, Hayato Tamura, Quiet Storm, and Raichi Kawakami defeat Yon Toshio, uh, Keichi Sato, and Tetsuya Ishika of 60 seconds, and El Lindemann, Issei Onatsaku, and T-Hawk, in 21 minutes of of Strong Hearts, in 21 minutes of 54 seconds, which kind of puts some pecking order into the uh, faction war that you've got going on in Glade at the minute, which is nice. Because Bulk Orchestra have had their asses handed to them for quite some time. So it'd be nice to have that level out. Um, And that kind of covers that show, or those two shows. They are free of charge. I will put the links onto the YouTube for you. Um, and hope you enjoy the shows. Please do. Uh, Let's have a look at other things from news from this week or the last couple of weeks. It was last week that Noah announced that uh, Michael Elgin would be wrestling for them and had an awful lot of people cancel their subscriptions. So it's cost them money already before he's even turned up. Um, Simon Grimm's going over there as well, who's a pretty good wrestler. I enjoy his work and I think he's okay. He's not as negative as a lot of people have been about him. It's a shame that Elgin's there, but... What can you do? I won't be watching it. It doesn't really matter. Um, uh, Yeah, so that's how that happened. But of course, the big news this week from professional wrestling, of course, is going to be um, the Forbidden Door show, which has been rumoured for quite some time. Um, And 23rd of June will be New Japan versus AEW on a joint show uh, in... I can't remember where it's going to be. But it's going to be in the United States. And matches are kind of lining up for now as we speak. Um, there's going to be some intriguing ones for sure. Um, and it's going to be a great show. Because it's New Japan versus AW. So a lot of wrestlers that we haven't seen wrestle each other for some time. Or have not wrestled each other at all. Will finally get a chance to wrestle each other. And I'm really intrigued as to how that will look. <laughs> Um, And what's going to happen with this show. Um, But yeah. Uh, We'll see I guess. But that's what's happening with those particular shows. Um, And what's going on there. Um, But yeah. That's really it for today. Um, I don't really know what to say. Other than I think the Forbidden Door shows will be really really good. And I'm not holding judgment on them. People are holding judgment on them because they hate AEW. And I don't understand why people hate AEW. Why they don't just enjoy a wrestling show. Or if they don't enjoy a wrestling show, just not watch it. Don't worry about it. Wrestling is not a team game. It is a show to watch. It's TV. Enjoy yourself. Or go find something else you enjoy. Like Glate, which is awesome. Anywho, that'll do for me from today. As I'm kind of battering on. Um, we should be back with a guest next week so the show will be a bit longer because there will be two of us to speak and just instead of just me so thank you very much for listening today my name is Jim Troopany you can find me at Sheriff Lone Star you can find the show at Troopany Show on Twitter you can find us on Facebook, The Troopany Show and on Patreon, The Troopany Show where you can keep The Troopany Show free forever for everyone take care and I'll speak to you soon bye <laughs>